If you're listening to this podcast, it means you're ready, no, more than ready, to have a major breakthrough in your restaurant. You're hungry for change and you're hungry for growth. That's why you're feeding your mind right now with all of this valuable information. But to drive those changes, you need to be really smart about what you're doing and to make the right choices before you take action. You need help from someone who's been there, someone to coach you through it, even just someone to help you look at your restaurant differently. That's what restaurant coaching is designed to do. Working with a professional coach will grow your business exponentially. Donald Burns, the restaurant coach, is offering a free one-on-one business strategy session for listeners of this podcast. That's right, a one-on-one session with the restaurant coach himself, a $500 value. It's completely free, no strings attached. Just go to therestaurantcoach.com to book your session today. Loading in three, two, one. Welcome to the Restaurant Coach Podcast. It's the cure for the common restaurant, expert interviews, tools, and tips to get you the restaurant you know it can be. Now, here is your host, Donald Burns, the Restaurant Coach. Welcome to the Restaurant Coach Podcast. It is the cure for the common restaurant. So let's talk about you and your restaurant. I mean, what's going on? I mean, what's really going on? Not what you tell people. I'm talking about the the shit that you don't share. Those things that you keep hidden inside, locked away. Those skeletons in the closet that you're afraid if they're exposed, you're going to lose everything. But what if I told you that in order to get the have-it-all lifestyle, you must be willing to lose it all? And that starts when you stop lying to yourself. Now, over the last 14 years as a restaurant coach, I have had the honor to help over 2,700 independent restaurants around the world. And while most have reached that pinnacle of success, you know, 18, 20, 25% profit, I mean, a brand that's really crushing it with five-star reviews, yet under the surface, there's a void. It's something missing that we don't talk about a lot, and it's time that we did. So how's your health? I mean, really, be honest. How's your marriage? Are you still passionate about your partner, or do you feel more like roommates? How about your kids? Do you get quality time with them, or learn more about their life from social media? I realized that there was a gap in what I was doing in the restaurant coaching space, so I'm stepping up and launching a new program in January 2024. It's called Warrior Restaurants, and it is going to change the entire restaurant coaching game. And here's the deal. It's not for everyone. If you don't want to open that closet of skeletons, then it's not for you. If you don't care about your body and your health, this is not for you. If you don't care about creating an unstoppable mindset and committing to 10 minutes of meditation a day, it's not for you. If you don't care about your relationships with your significant other or your kids, then this isn't for you. And if you don't want to dominate your market and put big bucks in your bank account, then Warrior Restaurants is not for you. Now, If you do care about all those things, then this is your path to getting the have-it-all lifestyle. Warrior Restaurants is for those that are sick and tired of living a life and having a restaurant that is less than they desire. In January, we launched a coaching program along with my new book, Savage Restaurant Success. Plus, there's going to be a private podcast just for Warrior Restaurant members to give them more tools and resources to reach their goals. You can go check out the program at warriorrestaurants.com. Okay, now, to get ready for this game changer of a coaching program, I want to dig into my archives of my favorite chapter in my second book. In my second book, Your Restaurant Still Sucks, there's a chapter in there that I feel hands down helped me the most 
when I had my restaurants and I was struggling with my mindset. So sit back and listen to award-winning narrator Sean Pratt read, Be Unfuckwithable. Be Unfuckwithable. You never know where inspiration can come from. That is why active listening and having situational awareness is critical to your growth as a leader. About a year ago, I was in a meeting of a high-level mastermind group I belonged to, a group of restaurant consultants and thought leaders, and I heard these intriguing words. Be unfuckwithable. I immediately resonated with the phrase. I set about to find a definition and a way to incorporate that into my coaching practice and personal life. It all comes down to your relationship with yourself and all the little sub-selves inside you. If you can master this concept, you'll break free to the other side of life. This is the barrier holding you back, stuck and in pain. Life is a firestorm at times. As more shit comes up, challenging you, the flames rise and often block your view of the other side. This is where faith comes into play. You'll also need to connect with your five selves, the selves that serve as your compass to become unfuckwithable. Time to look Toto in the eyes, click your fucking heels, and say, I don't think we're in mediocrity anymore. The five steps you need to be unfuckwithable. Let me start with this. You need all five of these to be unfuckwithable. They aren't just nice to have. You need to own these five selves and protect them with everything you have. The three agents of personal doom, negativity, complacency, and mediocrity, will come for your five selves and try to take them from you. You must do everything in your power to prevent this. The quality of your life depends on protecting your five selves. 1. Self-confidence. Believe in your abilities. For most, this one is easy, particularly if you've been in the business for a decent amount of time. You don't last in the restaurant business for a long time if you really suck or don't believe in your abilities. Now, self-confidence is different than being cocky. Self-confidence is quiet and takes action without fanfare. Cockiness is brash, crude, and seeks attention. The problem is that cocky people usually aren't as good at what they do as they think. Self-confident people know they're good and don't have to prove it to anyone because their results speak for themselves. Your goal should always be to have your results to the talking. Those who know do not speak. Those who speak do not know. Lao Tzu. 2. Self-worth. Believe you deserve. Here's where things start to go wrong for many. While we may be rich in self-confidence, we may also be broke when it comes to self-worth. If you don't think you deserve success, your self-worth is low. Problems arise when we make our way up the ladder of success, and our poor self-worth starts ringing the alarm that we don't deserve it. Next, we subconsciously sabotage ourselves and drop back down to where we should be. It's a lot like a thermostat set to maintain a specific temperature. You have subconscious mental set points, too. Those with poor self-worth have, unfortunately, bought into a bullshit belief. Quite commonly, this buy-in occurs in our youth. Someone tells us that we're not good enough, 
or won't amount to much, and that bullshit plays like a broken record in our heads. Stop letting the past control your future. It's time to toss that old record and play a new one. You are worthy. You are valuable. You do matter. You are important. 3. Self-acceptance. Understand things just are. Nothing is good or bad until you attach meaning. Shit is going to happen during your life and you need to be able to separate what each event means to you. A bird flies over you and shits on your head. You can look at that event as the universe telling you that you suck, or you can decide that it's just bad timing. Wrong place, wrong time. Things don't happen to you if you want to be unfuckwithable. You make things happen for yourself. When you find your mind spinning out of control with meaningless bullshit, you just need to ask yourself more empowering questions. No, not, why does this shit always happen to me? Instead, try, what else could this mean? Or, what can I learn from this? Then, search for at least three positive meanings for what happened. Yes, three positive meanings. This will prove to be a challenge because your mind tends to gravitate towards negativity. That bias is the default setting for most humans, so break free from the bullshit holding you back. Come up with better meanings to events in your life, and realize that no, things aren't always your fault. 4. Self-compassion. Forgive yourself and love who you are. Forgiveness means giving up all hope for a better past. Attribution unclear. You must let the past die. You must bury the pain and let it go, or it will haunt you every fucking moment until it consumes you. You are human. Humans are fallible. We make mistakes. We say the wrong things. We cause pain to others, sometimes without realizing it. Unless you're an asshole who enjoys bringing misery to others, you're a good person. You need to forgive yourself. It's impossible to reach unfuckwithable status if you're full of self-pity and victim thinking. Start by forgiving yourself. Then, forgive others who have wronged or hurt you. Holding on to hate and anger just eats away at you from the inside and manifests poorly in your outward behavior and actions. It's hard to hold opposing energies in your body. Replace the negative with the positive. Let go of the hate and replace it with love. Not to get all sentimental or mushy here, but you need to love yourself. Self-love is the only true love there is. It starts with you. Your capacity to love others depends on your capacity to love yourself. No bullshit. You can't give to others what you can't give to yourself. Honestly, I struggled with self-love for years. I sought love from outside sources and validation. It never was enough because I didn't have self-love, and all I was doing was filling up an empty heart with outside love. It didn't last until I learned to first have more compassion and love for myself. And finally, five, self-control. Do what you need to do. The last of the five selves is the hardest one to maintain. Why? Because there are so many distractions trying to steal your attention. Gotta look at Facebook. Need to hop onto Instagram. My friend sent me a link to a YouTube video. Better click it before I forget. What's happening on Twitter? 
Every second of every day, your self-control is doing battle with the outside world for the most precious things you own. Your time and attention. Remember that time is not money. Money is money. You can make more money. You can't make more time. Self-control and discipline are required if you want to reach unfuckwithable status. You can't get there without them. Discipline is doing the right thing even if you don't want to. It's saying, fuck you, to distraction, and fuck yes, to the life you truly want. Temptations are bombarding you all day long, so you better have a plan to deal with them before they shove you into the quicksand of time management. In case you forgot, I think time management is bullshit. You don't control time. You only control where you focus your attention. If you've read or listened to my booklet, Outstanding Mindset, you know I believe that how you structure your day is crucial to getting shit done. I use that system religiously, and so do my clients. You must have a solid routine that puts you in the right frame of mind every day, and you must be crystal clear to yourself about your objectives for the day. I call them the big three. Without a plan, you're vulnerable to the demands and distractions that life throws at you. Come up with a plan and stay the course. You must be a little selfish with your time and attention to ensure you do what you must to move your life and your restaurant forward. The flip side. The four selves to avoid. Now you know the power of the five selves and why they're crucial to your quest to be unfuckwithable. Standing in your way, however, are the enemies you and your five selves will face on that quest. The four selves of your personal apocalypse. So many with potential have fallen prey to these manipulative, emotional creatures that thrive on your downfall. Know them so you can avoid them. 1. Self-doubt. Lacking faith in yourself. Second-guessing yourself is natural at times. When it holds you hostage and keeps you from taking action, it's a paralyzing monster. Self-doubt comes from that same voice that questions your self-worth. It's that wounded child in you that thinks it's protecting you. It's not. It's keeping you stuck in complacency and mediocrity. Self-doubt lives in your comfort zone. Stop thinking of your comfort zone as a place of comfort and see it for what it is, a place that causes you pain. Nothing great ever originates from that cozy place where you don't challenge yourself to improve and achieve success. In your comfort zone, you sit back, becoming jealous and resentful while you watch others reach their goals. That could be you attaining success. You just need to drop the limiting beliefs that hold you down. Breaking free comes from one simple declaration, which is, no more. 2. Self-deception. Lying to yourself. The greatest lies we tell are the ones we tell ourselves. It's true. You're a master at self-deception. You are adept at talking yourself into or out of anything. You have an entire league of misery living in your head, telling you why you can't do the things that will improve you and your restaurant. Stop listening to them and start searching for the truth. The truth is truly out there if and only if you're bold enough to look at it and accept it. 
The truth isn't some shady used car salesperson willing to say anything to get you to buy a lemon. The truth just is. Ignore the bullshit narrative the voices in your head tell you. They're keeping you from seeing the truth. They say the truth will set you free, but first it will piss you off, and they're right. After you get over being pissed off, you'll see the situation for what it truly is. 3. Self-pity. Thinking like a victim. Poor you. Things just don't seem to go right for you. Why don't you take it easy? Have some milk and cookies. Yeah, that victim bullshit doesn't fly with me. If you want to play the victim, go stand in line with the other 95% of the population that thinks the world is doing them wrong. Winners, those who become unfuckwithable, don't play the victim. Ever. They take personal accountability for everything in their lives. You own you. That means your thoughts, your actions, and your results are yours and yours alone. No whiners here. Losers whine about how unfair life is. Believe me when I tell you that life isn't out to get you. If your restaurant and life aren't 100% the way you want them, you're the only one to blame. To be unfuckwithable means you step up and take charge of your life. It means not settling for less than you're capable of achieving. It means giving 100% every time and every day. Oh, and for the sake of not driving me crazy, stop saying, Give 110%. You only have 100% to give. And honestly, if people would just give 80%, they would be astonished at the results. And four, self-centeredness. Making everything about you. Not to be the bearer of bad news, but you can't be unfuckwithable if you don't contribute to the world and have an impact on others. Being self-centered causes the world to turn against you because you're only looking out for yourself. In the social hierarchy that we dwell in, we elevate to higher levels by lifting others up and not just ourselves. You will never reach the top of your game without building deep and lasting relationships with other people. Your team, your family, and your friends need to know you're looking out for them. In movies, we root for the hero who helps others become their best and overcome life challenges. We despise the villains who betray others for self-centered gains. Life does imitate the movies because the stories come from real human emotions and experiences. It's not about you. It's about what you can do for others. To be unfuckwithable, you must understand that the value you provide to others is everything. Those who just survive get paid by the hour. Those who thrive get paid according to how valuable they are to others. If you want more, you must become more valuable. Final thoughts on being unfuckwithable. Time is not on your side. Coach Obvious here, throwing this in your face. You're going to die one day. Yeah, I know. You want to thank me for that fucking uplifting pep talk. Well, it is a pep talk. I don't want you to waste another day being fuckwithable. You need a wake-up call. The only way to get what the fuck you want with the precious time you have left is to be unfuckwithable. It's the cure for being average and the key component to getting the life you want. 
Now, to really get where you need to be, you're going to need to make one last stop. Tap into your dark side to be unfuckwithable. Bruce Wayne has Batman. Clark Kent has Superman. Bruce Banner has the Hulk. Kobe Bryant has the Black Mamba. How about you? Do you have an alter ego you can channel to elevate your leadership to the elite level? You should. To find it, we're going to need to take a trip to your dark side. Don't think you have a dark side? Let me assure you that everybody has one. Think about the things you crave, the things you lust after, the secrets you keep hidden deep, deep inside. That energy comes from your dark side. The problem is that your entire life, you've been told those feelings are bad, so you locked them away and hid them from the world. That's a mistake. They're the key to leadership success. It's time to tap into that power and harness it so you can become the badass leader you truly are. Your dark side doesn't have to be bad. Just because it's called your dark side doesn't mean it has to be dark, per se. Batman fought against injustice, even though he lived a dark life. So maybe you prefer to call it your alter ego. It's that part of you that comes out when you need an edge. Most of the time, it sits quietly in the background, not causing any problems. But you need it to surface because your alter ego is your true self. It's the person who doesn't give a shit about what others think. Its purpose is to protect you, and its mission is to win. You probably shut it down when those around you, usually family and friends, told you things like, You can't say that. Don't do that. Be good. Stop causing trouble. Behave. Don't make a big deal of it. Or, Why can't you be like... blank? You've been trained like Pavlov's dogs to push that alter ego to the back. Instead, another persona you've adopted for everyday life comes to the front. That's not the real you. That's the surface you. Deep inside is the real you just waiting to come out. The real you is powerful. It's exacting, it's strategic, it's honest, it's driven. It wants to succeed and it doesn't accept failure. It's not evil. It's merciful. It's not cruel. It's fair. It's not hateful. It's compassionate. How to release the real you. Now that you know the truth about the real you, how do you bring it back to the spotlight? The first step is to be honest with yourself. Think about this. What would it feel like to let go of all the bullshit, all the external pressures, every false expectation, and just be yourself? It's fucking freedom. To get there, you need to trust the voice inside you, the raw instinct that knows you best. For years, you've suppressed that person to conform and be who others said you should be, who you thought you had to be. Unfuckwithable leaders know exactly who they are and the things at which they excel. They don't bullshit others. They stare straight at the truth. They move forward without wondering what others think. They own their shit, all of it. Chef Lee Hefter, a partner at Wolfgang Puck, was asked once by food editors at a press shoot to make a statement about his food. His reply was just one sentence. I make my statement on the plate. 
Boom. That's being unfuckwithable. Not sure if you're there yet? How about a simple scale to determine where you are? There are three levels on this scale. One, supervisor. You need to be told what to do and when to do it. You don't take any chances. Playing it safe is your way of life. You don't confront people and you fly below the radar to avoid making people upset. You care about what everyone thinks of you. Two, manager. You tell people what to do even if you don't do it yourself. You run around most of the shift putting out fires so you feel important. You never have time for the important tasks because you're just too busy looking busy. You talk down to your staff instead of to your staff. You get a buzz off the high of being the boss. You're more concerned about yourself than the team or the brand. And three, unfuckwithable leader. You lead by example and live the core values you talk about. You take personal accountability for everything in your life. You don't wait for things to happen. You make things happen. You coach and train your team constantly and consistently, and you're always looking for ways to improve yourself. You don't worry about what others think of you because you're confident in your abilities. You put the team and brand before your personal agenda. Be honest. Which one are you? It's not too late to become an unfuckwithable leader. You just need to stop pretending to be someone you're not. Time to suppress the outside input and listen to that inner voice that pushes its finger in your back and tells you to do it. Time to unleash your true self and drop the mask you've been wearing for so long. Your alter ego is your true self. You've done such a good job wearing the mask of who you think you need to be that you've likely forgotten who you really are. In coaching, we use a behavior survey tool, the ProScan survey, to assess your natural strengths. The tool shows who you're pretending to be in the world. It reveals your mask. The goal of coaching is to get you to drop the bullshit, put down the mask, and be who you truly are. St. Catherine of Siena summed it up best. Be who you were meant to be, and you will set the world on fire. It's time for your true identity to come forward from the shadows and take charge. Be who you have always been. You're unfuckwithable. Don't forget that. Thanks for listening to the Restaurant Coach Podcast with Donald Burns. Tune in next time as we serve up more ways to maximize your potential. Visit our website at www.therestaurantcoach.com or download episodes at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify.